where we really need to hear a word from God, a true, solid word from God. So we just thank God today for opportunities to read his word and learn of him, read his word and find out who he is and his promises that he has for us when we dwell in his presence. So today we're going to be talking about getting our house in order not only for the coming of the Lord, but for the presence of the Holy Spirit to dwell. Because so many times we look at our lives and we say, why aren't the things that God promised coming to pass? Why aren't the signs, wonders, and miracles being unfolded in my life? But we have to get to that place where our house is in order before the Lord, not just in preparation to meet him, but in preparation for him to dwell in us is the most important thing for where we're at right now and for the time that we're in right now because without the presence of the Holy Spirit, we have no power. Without the speaking of tongues and communicating with heaven, we have no wisdom, no knowledge, no understanding of what is going on in the heavens. We have no knowledge of things that are being done in heaven, and then we call them down to earth because we're not communicating with God in his realm, but we are vocally communicating with him in our own. So without the Holy Spirit's indwelling in our temple, we have no power. But we have to understand that we have to clean our temple in order for the Holy Spirit to dwell. We can't have anything going on in our life. We can't say anything, do anything and then uh, ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit, ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to come. We need to get our house in order for the Holy Spirit to dwell, for his presence to come. So when we welcome him into our worship, into our prayers, the Holy Spirit will gladly come and begin to bring his power, bring the glory of God, bring the presence of God, because we've, we've allowed him to show us things in our temple that's not of God. So today we want to just go before the Lord in prayer. And we want to believe the Lord that today we will accept the Holy Spirit to come into our lives. We will ask him, we will welcome him to come and show us ourselves. Not show us anybody around us because we can find a lot of faults in people around us. But we need the Holy Spirit to show us ourselves, who we are, and where God wants to cleanse us. Where are the hindrances in our lives that we have allowed to happen, not other people? Let's clean the indwelling place that the Holy Spirit needs to come. Let the Holy Spirit have a place to lay his head in our lives. That's our focus right now, not anything else, because we need the Holy Spirit at this time. Father, we thank you right now. We give your name praise, glory, and honor. We magnify you today, Lord God. We acknowledge, O oh God, that our temple needs to be clean, God. We acknowledge today, O oh God, that our house needs to be in order, not only to meet you in heaven, Lord God, but God in preparation for your spirit to dwell in us. God in preparations that signs, wonders, and miracles may come through us, Lord. Father, we give you, we give ourselves to you right now, God. Open our eyes, our spiritual eyes, that we may see what you see, God. 
We may hear what you hear. Speak what you speak, God. We want to become one with you, Lord God. We repent of our sins right now that that are before you, God. Lord, we want our praise to come up as a sweet smell unto you. Father, we want our prayers answered and not hindered, God. Father, we release ourselves to you, our desires, our wants, our fears, our discouragements, God, our disappointments. We release all of that to you, O God, because it's hindering us from moving forward in you, God. Show us who we are in you, Lord God, that we, we, O God, may become cleansed and our garments, God, may become cleansed by you. We can't cleanse it ourselves. We can't see ourselves, Lord God. But you see and know it all. Help us today, God, that we will become who you desire us to be in Jesus' name. We read in Proverbs 24, the Bible lets us know that God understands who we are, where we're going, why he created us, and the purpose we have upon this earth. We may be searching for our purpose, for our destiny, for knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. And God is saying to us, it's right here waiting on you. You're not waiting on me. Because when we speak in our heavenly language, we are communicating with God. And we're we're having that spiritual dialect with him. And he's in turn, his Holy Spirit is telling us what's going on. So, But our temple needs to be ready for the presence of God. We need to get our house in order, in order for the spirit to dwell among us, in us, through us, the gifts to flow through us. The Bible says in Proverbs 24, by wisdom, a house is built and through understanding it is established. Though knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Now, when we look at this, we can take it in a spiritual sense or we can take it in a, in a common sense. But we're going to go spiritual because we are spiritual beings and our God is spiritual. So when our house is not built the way that God wants it built, meaning we filled all of our rooms with what we think should be there before we ask God, then that means it needs to be torn down and rebuilt according to what God sees in our destiny, in our future. So we are supposed to take every room and ask God for wisdom as to how the house should be built and an understanding of how it should be established. Because once it's established on the word of God, the wisdom and knowledge of God, then it sustains and nothing happens to the house when it's built according to the word of God. And it says, through knowledge, the rooms are filled, and rare and beautiful treasures are in your home. So when you look at that spiritual and you say, I'm missing something, God has promised me spiritual gifts. I've seen them in operation once, and I'm waiting for it to come and manifest again. I've seen the prophecy of who I am in Christ but I'm waiting for it to be fulfilled. And God is saying, I want to fill the house because you're operating out of flesh. And that's not the wisdom and knowledge of God as to how he wants the house built. So when you want the indwelling and the power of the Holy Spirit, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to be the one to tell you how to build the house. He's the one that gives the gift. He's the one that empowers the gift. He's the one that tells you how to use it, trains you on how to use it, and where you need to go to use it. 
So without that wisdom and knowledge of how to build the house, how to use it, how to furnish it, we are walking in our own understanding and we are limited in understanding of the spirit realm. We have no knowledge of what's going on in the spirit realm unless the Holy Spirit reveals it to us. So when we want to operate in the gifts of God, we have to allow him to build our house. And the house is then placed in order. Everything is where it's supposed to be. Your gifting is where it's supposed to be. The anointing, the power, the wisdom, knowledge, understanding, everything has its place in God's house. God does everything in decency and in order. What we are lacking is the Holy Spirit. When we don't speak in tongues or in our heavenly language, we are putting up a wall from heaven saying, whatever I have, that's what I'm going to operate at. Wherever I am right now, I'm staying right here because I'm putting up a wall because I'm not going to speak in my heavenly language in order to communicate with you, God, to get the breakthrough, to get the power, to get the anointing, to get the discernment that I need to move forward. That's what we're saying when we don't speak in our heavenly language. We concern ourselves with the building and how beautiful it looks on the outside. But God is more concerned about the inside because if the house is not in order on the inside, no matter how beautiful it is on the outside, it's worth nothing because the value of the house is the total house. It's not just the ground, the lawn, and, and, and how the building is structured, but it's the complete package that God looks at. So if you want to operate in signs, wonders, and miracles, if you want to say that God has commissioned and anointed me to prophesy and to preach and to do signs, wonders, and miracles, then you have to operate according to the Holy Spirit. Your house must be in order because the Holy Spirit cannot dwell where there's a messy house. He cannot dwell where, where sin is. He cannot dwell there. He cannot share the house. It's got to be his house, his temple. When they housed the ark, it was God's place of dwelling. And, and, and just anybody couldn't go in there and, and, and do what they wanted to do. They had to be called of God in order to do it. In the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel 5, when they tried to put Dagon and the Ark of the Covenant in the same place, they said they carried the Ark into Dagon's temple and set it aside, beside Dagon. When the people of Ashdod, Ashdod rose early the next day, there was Dagon fallen on his face on the ground before the Ark of the Lord. They took Dagon and put him back in his place. But the following morning when they rose, there was Dagon fallen on his face on the ground before the ark of the Lord. His head, his hands had been broken off and were lying on the threshold. Only his body remained. This is why to this day neither the priests of Dagon nor any other gods who entered Dagon's temple of Ashad stepped into the threshold. When you try to put God into a box, into a place where there's sin, 
into a place where there's there's a dwelling that God is not, he's not going to dwell there. But if you say to him, God, come in and cleanse, then he's going to come in and cleanse you. But when you put put the two together, God will always prevail because he is God. But they try to prove that these are the spoils that we've gotten from the children of Israel, and we're going to sacrifice this ark to our Dagon God. And God said, no, you're not. Because I am God. So we have to clean our house. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to do that. They, they can't, you can't serve two masters and want the Holy Spirit to dwell. You can't serve two masters, get the microphone, and try to operate in the Spirit of God. It's not going to work. You're operating in the flesh. Because when the Spirit of God wants to dwell in you, you have to allow him to come in. You receive him after you welcomed him in, and you've allowed him to cleanse you. And, and as you grow in the knowledge and understanding and the wisdom of God, your anointing grows, your power grows. The Holy Spirit gives it to you as you grow because he don't want us misusing the presence of God. He doesn't want us operating in the flesh. So he trains us and he teaches us how to use these things. But we got to get things in order. We're trying to put the spirit of God on top of sin, on top of not reading his word, on top of not understanding who he is. We're quoting the scriptures without the power. And it, it doesn't work because you need the Holy Spirit's power Upon that word that you're quoting To have an understanding But to deny the power The Holy Spirit comes in You quote the scripture The Holy Spirit comes in and empowers it And then there's a bang in heaven And everything works out for the good of those That love the Lord That's when we can say I am more than a conqueror Because the Holy Spirit has stepped in And empowered you The words that you speak don't have power Without the Holy Spirit the knowledge that you get or the, the reading that you get from the word of God doesn't become a revelation until the Holy Spirit gives it to you. So no matter how much we speak the word of God, we got to have the Holy Spirit to empower our prayers, to empower what we're saying in order for it to become effective in our lives. So when we're praying for our loved ones and we're praying for ourselves, we're praying to God for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that he will push that prayer through and the answers will come through the will of God. Thy will be done on earth as it is already in heaven. Everything we're seeking from God is already done in heaven. But we need the empowerment from the Holy Spirit to bring it here on earth. So our house has got to be clean up. Our house has got to we, we got to get Dagon out of our temple. We he got to go. We can't we can't put the two together. Dagon got to go. He he's not a he's he's not God. If we have gods that we worship, money, cars or family gods that we worship, we we got to denounce, renounce and disconnect ourselves from that stuff. So that God may dwell in us, through us, and be our only God. We can't do both. 
We can't decide one day is this God and the next day it'll be the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We can't halt between two opinions. We can't straddle the fence. We can't be lukewarm. We have to clean our house. Get it in order today, not just because Jesus is coming. We know he's coming. But we need power on this earth right now to be commissioned to do what Jesus said that we needed to do, which was to draw men to Christ, to draw souls to Christ through love. We need the Holy Spirit. We can't put Dagon in their temple that we've told God is his temple. It it just, it doesn't go together. And that's why we began to run into problems. So we ask the Holy Spirit to come. And in 1 Corinthians 6, 19, do, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have received from God, you are not your own. But yet we try to control everything. We give God a little closet in a house, our spiritual house, and the rest of it we try to control. And then when we get into trouble or we need our prayers answered or we need God to move miraculously, we open the closet and we say, hey, God, we need you. Just a little closet space. Maybe the smallest closet in the house. But God is saying, I need to dwell in the whole house. Because a wise person builds a house upon the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. But you are not your own. So when we say, I give myself away, and we say, I belong to you, that means before I make any decisions, I'm going to consult the Holy Spirit. Before I respond to any negativity around me, I'm going to consult the Holy Spirit. Before I speak, I'm going to say, Holy Spirit, what should I say? Before I go, I'm going to say, Holy Spirit, where am I going and why? That's when you say, I belong to you. That's when you have now gotten your house in order with Christ. Because everything in that temple of yours belongs to Christ. You don't have access to anything in there because you have given it all to God. And everything that you do, you depend upon the Lord to to, to lead, guide, and direct you. And you say, but I got to do something. I can't just sit here and wait on God. I have to do something because that shows that I'm applying works and faith. But works and faith go together when you're instructed by the Holy Spirit what to do because now you're moving off of faith of what you heard the Holy Spirit tell you then you move out in the faith of what you've heard and that's when works apply everything has to be done according to what you hear the Holy Spirit say and not what you think you heard the Holy Spirit say because then it backfires it fails and then we look at God and say but I, I heard you and I'm following what you say so we have to pay attention and practice hearing the word of God. That's your works, is when you follow what the Holy Spirit is instructing you to do, and then your faith is applied to what you've heard. The Holy Spirit empowers what you've heard, 
and the manifestation comes forward. That's how the victory is won. That's how you acknowledge that the battle is not yours. Because when you say to God, this battle is not mine, you fight it. You tell me what to do. You tell me how to get the weapons. You tell me how to get the understanding and the knowledge in the spirit realm of what I need to do. Because this is your battle. And then you wait on the Lord. Because your temple is cleansed from self-control. Your temple is cleansed from I have to do something. Your temple is cleansed from depression and, and distress and anxiety. Now you're saying, I can wait until God answers me, regardless of what's going on around me. Because our weapons of warfare are not carnal. Hallelujah. And we have to understand that the battle is in the spirit realm. That's why he said it's not yours. Because the battle is in the spirit, it's not in the flesh, and we're fighting the flesh upon flesh. And that's why we're losing. That's why we're losing all that we need prayer. We need to pray in our heavenly language before our children go to school. We cover them with the blood of Jesus, and we say, Lord, I've done my part. I've prayed for my child before they go to school. Now you go with them, Holy Spirit, you go with them and protect them. And that shield is placed around them, the school, their jobs, wherever they're going for that day. That's when we speak in our heavenly language and the empowerment begins to come. It's not just the prayer. It's the Holy Spirit empowering that prayer because you're not your own. That temple is not yours. You've allowed the Holy Spirit to take over. We need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit in our temple to tell us how to get it in order. That's how you get it in order. You can't figure out what's wrong with you. God will reveal to you what needs to be cleansed in you and what needs to grow in you to get to your prophecy, to get to your destiny, to get to your purpose. It's not instantaneous. God has to groom us for destiny. He has to groom us for, for purpose because he don't want to put us out there and we fail. He don't want to put us out there with his anointing and we go selfish and we go prideful on him in the midst of it. He wants us to go and sustain and preach his word or speak his word according to what he has spoken. And all of this is in the spirit realm through the Holy Spirit. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. We have to walk according to the, the word of God. Jesus is Lord. We can't put Dagon in the same room anymore. As of today, we surrender ourselves to God. As of today... Dagon must go. We rebuke Dagon in the name of Jesus. As of today, we ask the Holy Spirit to take complete control of our house, complete control, organize it, put things where it's supposed to be, build it back up if it's not where God needs it to be, because our, our focus is our destiny. Our focus is being in the army of God and winning souls for Christ. That's where our focus is, is not anything else first, but the kingdom of God is first. And then other things will follow. Then things will be added unto you. But the kingdom of God is the most important thing in our lives right now. And the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. 
The Bible says in Romans 12, Therefore, I urge you, brethren, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. It is your spiritual act of worship. This is an uh, international version. We are to present ourselves before the Lord. We are to ask the Holy Spirit to come and dwell. And we say we want to be like those apostles in the Bible. They gave themselves over to Christ. They worshiped God from their spirit, not from their flesh. Not because they were crying they felt God should answer them. Not because it was a serious situation they felt God should answer them. But when you're thrown in jail for no reason but for Jesus, and you go in there, you worship God from your spirit, God will open that gate. You don't have to do anything. That's why he said the battle is not yours. But it has to come from the spirit man, and it connects to the spirit of God. And that's when breakthroughs and miracles begin to happen. Not just because we're reading the word, not just because we're praying, but we have to connect to the spirit of God that empowers the prayers, that empowers the reading, that empowers us to do what God has called us to do in these last days. The enemy is defeated, but it's in the spirit realm. So when he comes after us because he knows his time is short, he knows that we want to live according to the word of God, and he put things in our lives to discourage and distract us, that's when the Holy Spirit will kick in and take over and bring that comfort that was promised by Jesus, to bring that peace that was promised. we got to have the Holy Spirit in order for this to happen. Because then we'll cry out to God and say, why I don't have peace, Lord? Why is there chaos going on in my life, God? But when the Holy Spirit comes on and he empowers us, that chaos is not important to us because we've turned it over to Jesus. That situation is not our focal point because we've turned it over to Jesus. And our focal point is the kingdom. Our focal point is connecting to God in the spirit realm. So when pressure comes, we run straight to Jesus. And we say, Lord, it's here, but I know you got it under control because you've not failed me yet. And you've done everything you promised me and your word will never fall to the ground. So when things begin to happen, we say, devil, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, come now. Bring me peace in this situation as you fight the battle and instruct me on what to do. Because that's when heaven meets with us, is when we connect to heaven and the answers are there. If you have to find a job or if you have to move, then we go to the Holy Spirit and we say, look, Holy Spirit, this is what's going on and I know you already know. I know you already have the answers. I know and I trust you, Holy Spirit. Reveal it to me. And I'm going to wait for you to reveal it to me because that job will still be there in the name of Jesus. That apartment or house will still be there in the name of Jesus because it's promised to me, Holy Spirit. And I know whatever is mine, you will make sure that it stays mine. 
I can't make sure of that because I don't have the power without you, Holy Spirit. And God will begin to move on your behalf at that point. Standing on the word of God requires the Holy Spirit. Believing by faith requires the Holy Spirit. We cannot do this on our own. Our bodies and flesh, they are not equipped to understand spiritual understanding. But we keep trying in our mind to picture the things of God, to imagine. But the Bible says we eyes and ears have not heard what God has in store for us which means no human being can facet what God wants to do. But I tell you who will know, and that's the Holy Spirit. So when we get our house in order and we allow the Holy Spirit to get it in order for us, we will begin to see heaven open to us in a whole new way. We will begin to see God in a whole new way. It's not just when we say get your house in order, we think about when Hezekiah was sick in Second Kings and he was told to get his house in order for he would surely die. But if we read on, we begin to realize that even Hezekiah turned in the spirit realm and said, no, not me, not today. And he communicated in the spirit realm to God. And before Isaiah got out that court, he had to turn around and say, okay, God has added to your life because he connected to the spirit realm. He didn't go in fear. He didn't go crying to God and oh, woe is me. He went straight to God in the spirit realm where the Holy Spirit dwelled, and he said, look here. This is not, no, this is not my not destiny. This is not my end. Not right now anyway. I shall live and not die, and I will proclaim God. So what are we doing in our lives today that we're being defeated on it? That we're asking God, why in this area am I being defeated? Why, why God, I'm praying, I'm fasting, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. But are we connecting in the spirit realm? Are we listening to God? Or are we overshadowing shadowing God with our flesh, with our own desires, with our own understanding? Are we taking dreams and interpreting them ourselves without the Holy Spirit? Are we taking prophecies and trying to interpret them ourselves without the Holy Spirit? Because that's when we fail. That's when the prophecies look like they're not coming to pass. It's only the Holy Spirit that gives us revelation, that will lead God and direct us into all truth and righteousness of who God is in us. The Holy Spirit dwells in us already. The Bible says when when we receive the Holy Spirit, we will receive power. And you say, well, why isn't the power operating today? Because we've denied that power. We believe the word of God, but we've denied the power. We will quote the scriptures, but we lack the power that comes only from the Holy Spirit. We lack the giftings that only comes from the Holy Spirit. Because when we submit to the Holy Spirit, he surrounds us in protection. And when trouble comes, we call on him. And he surrounds us with that protection. Because the Holy Spirit will only speak what God has spoken. 
which is his word. So if we know the word of God, we need the Holy Spirit to give us understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. So even though we've read it all of our lives, we probably can quote it. We probably can tell you where it's at. I mean, everything. But without the Holy Spirit, it's like a tingling symbol. There's no power behind what you're saying because you're operating among yourself and not with the power of what you're speaking. So we lack that power in our temple. We have to invite the Holy Spirit all over again. We have to invite him all over again. You know, when, it, when, when our parents invited the Holy Spirit in, they labored on the altar. They tarried on the altar until he came. And the church just let you stay there until he came. They didn't rush you. But now we're so rushed, rushed, rushed. I'm going to speak in tongues for five minutes and keep it moving. The Azusa Street, he prayed in tongues five hours a day for God to minister to his people. That's how that happened. Catherine Kuhlman, Smith Wigglesworth, all prayed through the power of the Holy Spirit. Because they could not do it on their own. And they all will tell you they had to die and the Holy Spirit had to rise up in them which means they had to stop thinking for themselves, thinking of how to process this thing, because they began to realize that it wasn't the, their thinking that God needed. He needed to indwell in a temple that was organized, that was together. Get your house in order through the Holy Spirit, and whatever God has promised you, it shall, it will come to pass. You are more than a conqueror. But you need the Holy Spirit to empower that. You are the head and not the tail. But you need the Holy Spirit to put his power on that. The power of the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, the comfort. We need him. We need you. We need you, Holy Spirit. We can't live this life without you. We can't walk in the supernatural without the Holy Spirit. We can't talk to God without the Holy Spirit. We just we, we, we connect quicker to God through the Holy Spirit because he's connected. The Bible says in Ephesians three sixteen, I pray that out of his glorious riches you may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So he's letting us know. So when we're crying out to God because we don't have the answer, we don't understand, we're confused, we're distressed, he tells us in his word that he will strengthen us through his spirit in our inner man. But we're looking for him in our outer man, through other people, through other situations. And he's saying, but I'm right here waving a flag saying, come, 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 I got your answer. We don't have to find it through anyone else because the Holy Spirit is ready to reveal it to you. Because it's your destiny, it's your purpose, it's the plan and will that God has for you. He's not going to keep it from you and tell it to somebody else. He wants to personally tell you what he has for you. He wants to personally tell you the blessings. He wants to personally tell you how to get healed, how to get out of the situation you're in, how to get breakthrough, how the walls can come down, how we can worship him and enter into his presence. He wants to personally tell us these things for himself. 
but he cannot unless we have the Holy Spirit. But he will use someone else that has the Holy Spirit and is operating in the power of God to tell us because he doesn't want us to miss it. But what joy we would have if we communicate with him ourselves and have a personal relationship with him because he said we should work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. So we would know before anybody else know what sins we've committed or what we should have and shouldn't have done. And no one else would have to tell us because we have that relationship with Christ. The power through his spirit working in your inner man. God hears your cry. He sees you laboring on the altar. He, he wants to show us the end time signs. He wants us to see what's going on in the world right now and what's to come. He needs people that can prophesy. He needs people that can preach his word. He needs people that can teach for him. But he needs the house to be in order to do it. So you say, God, why haven't I heard a fresh word? Why aren't there people out there preaching what you say? God, I told you I'm ready whenever you want to use me. I got your word, God. I know what you want to say. And he's saying that's the problem. You think you know, but you can't know without the Holy Spirit. You're getting that unction, that urge, that, that piercing in God that something, he wants to say something, he wants to do something, he wants his people to know something, and he wants to use you. But what's stopping it? The power is what's stopping it. If there's no power, then you can't help the people. If the Holy Spirit is not telling you what to say, then it's a tingling symbol in their ears, which means it's going to fall to the ground and not sprout back up. So whatever God is unctioning you to do and you feel like, oh, man, I got a word, I got this, God, and I know you've called me in this position, all of that is true. But we have to submit to the Holy Spirit in order for it to come to pass, in order for that to manifest. You cannot do this without the Holy Spirit. In this day and time, people need the power of God manifesting through its spiritual leaders. We need the power of God manifesting the word, bringing wisdom and knowledge and understanding to the people of God, bringing comfort to the people of God. And God is saying he has people out there. There's a remnant out there ready to preach, ready to teach, ready to do whatever God has called them to do. And he's been preparing them for a very long time to do it because he's emptying out who they are. And he's putting in their temple who he is. And their house is in order when he sends them like he did the disciples. They were emptied. Their house was placed in order, and then he commissioned them to go. And he said, I'll send you a comforter so when the times get hard, it would still be as if I am here with you. Then he passes it on to us, the same commission, the same power, the same indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But yet we look at others and say, why isn't this happening? But we should look inward and say, God, use me, empty me, show me. I want to be the vessel. I belong to you. I surrender to you. 
and allow him to refine you. And then he'll use you. But it all depends on the power of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that gives the giftings. The Holy Spirit is the one that reveals who we are, who God is. So if you're not using your heavenly language, not speaking in tongues, not communicating with heaven, then where's the power? Where's the wisdom and understanding? Where is it? Where is it coming from? The Holy Spirit indwells. The Holy Spirit anoints. He baptizes. He empowers. He sanctifies. He comforts. He gives joy. He gives us discernment. He bears fruit. And he gives gifts. So when we see we are lacking in our lives, and I'm included in this, we need to turn back to the Holy Spirit and say, what's going on? These are the things God has promised me. Where is the delay? Where, where is the refining that needs to take place? Instruct me through the word of God. Because as we read the word of God, that's where the Holy Spirit gives us revelation. That's where he connects us to the spirit realm of God. So whatever you're crying out to God about, sickness, disease, finances, a place to live, anything that is in this earth that you're saying, God, I need it. God is saying, I need you to connect to me in the spirit realm, and I'll show you where it's at. I'll show you how to get to your need being answered. I'll manifest the miracle. Then we don't have to say, give me a miracle, God, because he already knows we need it. He just needs us to connect to him to get it. We don't have to plead with our Lord and Savior when we are connected to the vine. We don't. Because the Holy Spirit is interceding for us constantly. As we're talking to the Holy Spirit, he's interceding for us. And he's telling God, you know, this is what's going on in their heart. This is what's going on in their mind. And God is holding our hands while we're crying. He's holding our hands and holding us while we're crying out to him. And we're confused and we don't know what's happening. And then by the time we finish praying, the peace of God comes upon us and, and surpasses all understanding. And nobody understands how you can have peace in your chaos. Nobody can understand how you have peace and you don't have an answer yet You have peace and you don't have the money you need Because the Holy Spirit has assured you it's going to be alright The Holy Spirit has assured you your answer is coming That's how you stand when you don't know what else to do That's how you stand when you've done all you can do Because the Holy Spirit will give you that peace That says to you it is over Okay, I got you. I've heard you. But when we pray in ourselves, it reaches heaven. But wouldn't you want the power of the Holy Spirit to touch it? Wouldn't you want the power of the Holy Spirit to get it to God faster, quicker, and, a, and actually get a manifestation when the time is needed? Let us. Allow the Lord to get our house in order. It's not just because of death that we need to get our house in order. 
And Hezekiah showed us that when he was told, get your house in order. He said, not not today, because I'm about to talk to Jesus, I mean, to God, and Jesus too, and the Holy Spirit, and y'all going to have to work this thing out, because not today. And when he went into the spirit realm with his decrees and his battles and, and, and said, no, y'all, we're going to have to come up with an answer. And the Holy Spirit said, okay. Paul and Silas locked up in jail. Daniel in the lion's den, the three Hebrew boys, they all connected in the spirit realm, and the miracle happened. We're thinking it's just because we're quoting those scriptures that the miracle comes. But the miracle comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. He's the power. He's the miracle. He's the manifestation. He's the answer. He's the anointing. You don't have to pray for the anointing. The anointing comes as you allow him to cleanse your house. Don't hold on to Dagon. Let Dagon go. Rebuke him. Disconnect from him. Renounce him. And move forward in Christ your Lord and Savior. And if you don't have the evidence of speaking in tongues, then you go in prayer and you talk to the Holy Spirit. And you say that I have allowed the Holy Spirit to indwell because I've accepted the Lord as my personal Savior. And now I need the evidence of speaking in tongues. And you begin to just wait. And what's going to happen is you're going to hear in the spirit realm, in your ears, you'll hear something. And you'll, because you don't know it, you'll pass it off. And you'll say, I'm still waiting. But when you hear it, just start saying it in your spirit, man. And then it'll manifest through your mouth. Because it's something that you've not heard before. Don't try to analyze what you hear. Don't try to say, what is that I'm hearing? Or God didn't answer me. When the Holy Spirit speaks, it's a soft voice. And you'll hear it as you're waiting and you're asking the Holy Spirit to come. And you'll begin to hear in a soft voice a sound. And that's your tongue that God has now given to you. It's just a matter of yielding to the Spirit, not thinking, not being nervous, asking to take the fear of the unknown away, asking to take any thoughts that you have away, and you, you, you just get into the Spirit realm of God. And when you hear it, you'll know, and it will flow out. And then from that point on, you have to use it every day. Because if you don't, you won't receive that power that you're looking for. But he can give it to you right there in your home. As you welcome him, as you ask him to release that gift to you, and you set that time aside to communicate with the Holy Spirit, he will give it to you. And if you you can also go to the church and say, 
you know, through the laying on of hands, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. But if there's no Holy Spirit operating, then where's the power for the people? Where's the power for the peop- the person who's preaching the word of God if the Holy Spirit is not operating? Where's the power? Because now you have a defeated person teaching defeated people. Somebody got to have the Holy Spirit in order for the breakthroughs to come. So as we go throughout the rest of this week and we're going into Christmas and going into the new year, remember the Holy Spirit. Let him cleanse your house and get it in order that he may dwell, that he may empower and anoint you, that he may reveal the prophecies, that he may reveal what the dream, the revelation of the dreams meant that you've been having. If you want to understand the end times, the Holy Spirit is the one to speak to. If you want to understand what will happen, the Holy Spirit is the one that will give you the answer. He, he He's the one that reveals to us what to look for in this day and time as the coming of Christ becomes closer and closer. He's the one. And then you'll speak wisdom through the Holy Spirit to anyone else that's around you. And it will be truth coming from God. So whatever it is we're asking God to do in our lives today, allow it to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Whatever you're seeking from God, let it be empowered by the Holy Spirit. Get your house in order through the Holy Spirit. Get it in order. Allow the Holy Spirit to come and just put things where it needs to be. The Bible just lets us know that it has to be built on wisdom, that God is there. He has our life from the beginning to the end. Nothing happens in our life and God is saying, oh, I didn't see that one coming. That's not God. He didn't bring you this far in your life to drop you. He brought you this far in your life that he may help you grow more. So you may say, Lord, I'm I'm this age or I'm, you know, doing these things and I, surely this is not the end of my life. Surely this is not the end of the road for who I am. I can't find a job. I can't do this. I can't, can't, can't. And he's like, no, I have a new beginning for you. I have a fresh anointing for you. And you have to tap into that crossover. You have to cross over to the other side through the Holy Spirit. So if you're at that place where you're like, what do I do next? How do I reinvent myself? You can't. But the Holy Spirit can show you how, where, and when you need to go and be and who you are. Because it's all about the kingdom of God. It's not about you. So you come to the end of yourself because God needs you to come to the beginning of him. It's not about you. It's not about the fact that you've lost a good-paying job. It's not about the fact that you may lose your home, but it is about Christ. And when we connect to Christ, things begin to happen in our lives that shouldn't happen. You know, we can talk to God about how the house is being lost or how we need to find a job, and he'll reveal to you what needs to be done. But if we don't have the power of the Holy Spirit, how are we living? How are we communicating with God? Where is the power of the word in our lives? Where is the revelation of what we should do tomorrow? So we need to stir up the Holy Spirit all over again. 
where he was not talked about for years, now we have to come back to him and repent for not even communicating with him. Jesus is Lord, and he will always be Lord. Even if we have other gods in our life, Jesus is still Lord. But it hinders us. It hinders us to have a day gone in our life. It hinders us, hinders our prayers, hinders our prophecies, hinders our dreams, hinders our visions when Dagon is in our lives and we're trying to put him with God. It just it doesn't work. Go before the Lord. Stir the Holy Spirit back up in your life. Stir him up. He's waiting on you. He wants to come. He wants to answer every prayer, every question. He wants you to know what's going to happen tomorrow, that everybody is saying the end of the world is coming tomorrow. And all you got to do is go to the Holy Spirit and say, look here. Holy Spirit, come here, let me talk to you. What's going on with the end of this world stuff? I know no man knows the day nor the hour, but what's going to happen when those planets line up? Is it something I need to know about, something I don't need to know? Do I need to prepare myself? What is it? Because God will let us know, just like he let Joseph know, hey, this is what's coming, and you guys need to preserve your food because a famine is coming. He told Joseph what was coming. Because Joseph was connected in the spirit realm. We can be connected the same way. We don't have to fear tomorrow or what everyone else is fearing because the Holy Spirit will prepare us and tell us what we need to do. Do we need to worry about this? Do we not? Holy Spirit is going to let you know because you're connected to him. You're connected to the vine. So when everyone else is in chaos, you're in peace. Why? Because even if it ends, you're going to your Lord and Savior. And we shouldn't act like that's a bad thing. That's a good thing. That's why we're even in this fight right now is because we want to see Jesus. We want to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So no matter what tomorrow brings or any other day brings, we are in the arms of the Lord and we will see him. Saved or unsaved, we're going to see him. So we thank God because this week we're going into the new year with the Holy Spirit. We're going to stir him back up and we're going to tell him, get my house in order because I want to be replenished, revived, and restored in God. I don't want to live like this anymore. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise right now. We thank you, God, for your spirit. We thank you for comfort, peace, and for the joy that you promised us, God. Empower us through your Holy Spirit. Anoint us. Indwell in us, God. Sanctify us through your Holy Spirit. Give us comfort and joy. Give us discernment, God, of everything that's going on in this world, in our lives, in our surroundings, with our children. God, give us all that discernment in Jesus' name. Lord, we're crying out to you for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But, God, get our house in order first before we get those gifts because we want to sustain with the gifts. We don't want to have our flesh or Dagon or anybody else indwelling in a temple that you built, you dwell in. God, we don't want to share that temple with no other God. We want you to dwell in the temple that you created, and we give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen.